everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Igor. Um, but my wife told me I can't be called that anymore because it reminds her of, of a book, you know? <laughs> Seems reasonable. What'd she change your name to? Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> We are at season 10 of 90 Day Beyonce. 10 years, season 10, episode one. Can you believe it? I can't believe the first season we covered of 90 Day OG franchise was season six. Yeah. It feels like a lifetime ago, and it feels like this show and the whole universe surrounding it has changed so much since then. It's oh, a completely yeah. different experience. Not even not just watching the show, but but talking about it and and socializing about it now. Do you remember when there used to be a break in programming? I know. Like yeah, I, 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 you, you squint your eyes because I barely remember. Also, but that's how we started watching Love After Lockup was because we we didn't know what to do with ourselves when there was no ninety day on TV. That I think the last. Um, <laughs> I know until the entire thing collapses under its own weight, which may never happen. But <laughs> the last time there was a programming break, I want to say was January 2019. I think so. Yes, because I remember it being like dead of winter. I mean, we and that's went why, as far. That's when we started our Patreon. Yeah, we went as far to watch Married at First dead Sight. That that was the dead level of, of desperation. Fifty degrees outside the dead of winter. <laughs> I'm thinking God, it rained terms. once. <laughs> so so hard. Had to store away the food. Yeah, I mean it was. Uh, wow, different times. I mean, I know. Really, like the franchise has just gotten so much bigger in the last five years, and I don't see it ending anytime soon. People love this. Hey, Bachelor franchise has been going for over twenty years. I I don't see this this train uh slowing down so we'll see they've they've certainly pivoted to a model where it's okay for them to lose like kind of the top spot in the market as long as they have 10 other spots in the top 10 does that make sense? <laughs> Remember, yeah. before the 90 and, and 90 day OG used to be the top dogs on cable. It would beat night, it would beat fucking Monday night football. It would destroy mm -hmm. everyone. And now that's not the case anymore. But they have so many shows that usually there's at least one in the top three in the ratings. And I guess that still lends to a net gain in advertising dollars. It's just it's just crazy how we're, we're, I don't know what other show they could come up with at this point. We've got <laughs> Marriage Boot Camp. We've got Afterward. We've got The Other Way. We've got Before. They tried a kind of variety show with a host. It was terrible. What, what else is there, Kim? Single Life Nigeria Edition. I have been pitching this for years. Nobody so listened to me. The, the, so just add countries in different formats. Yes. Uh, ni 90 day Netherlands. Why not? Uh, Australia, where they only drink Fosters. This is that we've would been be, talking that about. That would be this. messy. That would be messy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That'd be great. That's what we want. I, I want it. And I, I don't know. 90 day UK is so good. 
I I would do I would eat up an Australian edition in a heartbeat. I would love it. I think you um Please I think what you got left me. is like um 90 day uh island paradise where they just put everyone that's gone through horrific divorces on an island with like literally no visa entry requirements so anyone could go and they just fuck and suck and and stab each other and then speaking of that maybe the last is like 90 day gladiator games something like that you know isn't that what last resort is that's what i've heard yeah, I mean, we we have Caribbean love, though. Isn't that basically like the island show you just that's, described? I mean, that's just before the 90, uh, yeah. like that hit the cutting room floor. That's all that is. <laughs> it's concentrated to a specific geographical area. Yeah. I don't sort know. Of, I'm, maybe. <laughs> I still love, like my favorite permutations of the show are still The Other Way and 90 Day UK. And those are two of the newer spinoffs so i'm here for it whatever content they give me i will watch it um i'm a sucker you know bring it but it's funny how over time this franchise the flagship has gone near the bottom of the barrel in terms of audience enjoy not not necessarily ratings i'm not not actually sure how it measures up to before the 90 which is the king that's the top dog uh, but in terms of just like the audience reception to it, um, season nine in particular, I don't think many people think quite fondly of it. I, I can barely remember anyone on that season. Like season nine, I can remember Emily and Kobe. Yeah. Uh, Jabri and Miona. Oh, God. Yeah. Try not to remember uh, them. Yeah, it's actually really tough to like think off the top. Like we have to refer to our info sheet, which we have bookmarked and keep handy. But honestly, you know, I yeah, I do wonder what's going to happen to 90 Day OG because it's this is what and we see this a little bit with the cast that we'll discuss today. Um, I don't like it when they get the Jabri and Miona, Sarper and Shekinah. Uh, type of influencer people like especially what we see this with nikki um who's a recording artist like they had such success with us men and he is remains one of my favorite all-time characters on this show um but like not everybody can be us men you know not everybody can be soja boy and just because you're a recording artist i don't know I, i don't want any more influencers in my 90 day I want to make fun of normal people that are not super hot. Uh, that's what I want. That are unintentionally funny. We need more unintentional, awkward humor. Maybe it's just because I grew up in LA, but Nicole is just really not that interesting to me. I could not um, agree more. Not interesting to kind me of, either. You know, kind of like when we talked about Shekinah for the first time, I I remarked, you know... She doesn't really bother me that much, but probably only because I'm desensitized to this. Yes. Certainly not. Certainly not everyone in LA is like Shekinah and or Nicole. I I, I recognize she's on the East Coast in the in the tri-state area, but I, I even though still like one out of a hundred people at most are like this in LA. That is wildly above the norm and i just feel like inoculated to this kind of exhibitionism 
and it just does nothing for me. It's not entertaining. It's not funny. And I just, I hope that, that, uh, there's some actual personality under the veneer of superficiality of these two. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like I just got this really huge red flag with them that, I mean, their relationship has been going on for so long and it's had so many twists and turns. I just feel like it's too convenient that they pick up the phone and they call each other like, Oh my God, let's reconnect. Uh, what they don't say is, hey, I applied for us to be on 90 Day Fiance. Uh, do you want to get back together to be on TV and make $10,000? Okay, sure. Right? I just It just smells like bullshit to me yeah. that these long-term relationships um, just magically rekindle, right? Kind of this a little bit the same with um, Ashley and Manuel, Emmanuel. but not, not, as, not as ragingly fakey fake feeling there i don't know why maybe i'll be proven well, wrong ashley's a normal person i mean i mean you think in the, in the, <laughs> in the context of this show you know, i suppose I, she, she's yeah. just baseline average if you're not yeah. a witch like what are you even doing on my tv you know if you're not reading tarot cards i, I yeah. don't know if we can cast you so people yeah. think that witches have a crooked nose with a crystal like what is it the fucking like 1920s <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> literally no one's thought that for a hundred years we just think you're a fucking loser <laughs> yeah it's i mean i think ashley and manuel will actually bring some unintentional humor because Manuel's yeah, gonna be yeah. super awkward um so i'm i think I'm they're not, gonna I'm actually be funny about them yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I Nikki is just like too performative for me. Um we already have our Moldovan uh for the show. We don't necessarily need another one. <laughs> just kidding. Um I actually and Sophie and Rob as well. Like I I I actually don't dislike Sophie. I thought I would dislike her. God, a lot. I know. I she I bothers really, me less than I thought she would. Way less. I, I know. I was prepared for a Tion type character here. Yes. Yeah. That's how they pitched it. it yeah. You or, know, or a Tion. Mm-hmm. combined with Miona type vibe. Yeah, but I actually find her very likable. Rob, I'm still on the fence. So we're going to have to see. But again, they're just like, they're too good looking. They're too hot. These people do. They're both Instagram models. Look, if you are a new listener to the show, you haven't heard my rage about Instagram modeling in perhaps a year or two. But back in the day, I just like, I just don't understand what modeling is anymore and like how people make a living at this. Um, Instagram model is an influencer. We don't want influencers on this show. Period. Per- That's my period. opinion. It's yeah. It's not. They're never the most entertaining couple, like no, ever, because they're calculated. They're not. We want mom in the closet. Too many guinea pigs smelling up the studio apartment that has carpet. That's what yeah, we I'm want. Exci- I'm actually more. I'm more excited for all the other couples we didn't see yet than. Pretty much everything we saw this episode, you know. Same. Yep. Absolutely. So, I mean, I guess that means the best is yet to come. Yeah. I mean, and look, like Gino and Jasmine, they're a known quantity. You know what you're going to get there. It's the fourth goddamn season of them. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm like neutral about it. We know there's going to be some laughs and some really weird shit's going to happen. At (laughs) least this time, we see, we're going to see Jasmine in Michigan, which there's got to be some comedy 
like to be unearthed there, right? There has to be. Um, yeah. Ashley and and Manuel, you know, I'm I could see that being really interesting and entertaining. Maybe not interesting. Um, Sophie and Rob, man, like, okay. At first, I hated her because she says, like, one of the first things she says is like. My granddad's very hardworking and wealthy. I don't know what he does. He just has money. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I fucking hate you. You're like the worst. <laughs> You're so bad. I, I have that as like the very first thing to talk about. My granddad oh, is my a really God. hardworking guy, but I don't know anything about I'm like, I need 653 more details about this man. He worked so hard so I could put my ass on Instagram with filters. <laughs> But then after that, she actually didn't bother me very much. <laughs> I know. It's so, it's frustrating. I, I don't under, well, we'll get to her, but like her whole Although, family. Although I don't know, the whole, I want. the whole, the whole like, I wonder if he'll let me fuck a woman just to see. It's like, yeah, it's a great plan. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Look, the deal breaker for me with Rob is I am not walking outside to go to the bathroom. I'm just not. Oh, come on. You've lived in L.A. It's not that big a deal. It's just basically like walking down a hallway. That's true. It's, it's true. like gonna, it's going to be irritating like one day out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and that one day is a deal breaker. I know. I know. You, yeah. If I, if I have to have an umbrella to take a shit, that's a problem for me for sure. <laughs> At 3 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this show is brought to you by BetterHelp. When I have something really stressful going on in my life, I often have trouble sleeping because thoughts just race through my head and keep me up all night, which leads to me being super tired the next day and prevents me from enjoying my life to the fullest. Do you ever just find that just trying to fall asleep, your brain suddenly just won't stop racing? I found one way to help stop racing thoughts is to talk them through. Therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. My experience with therapy has been that when I know I have time slotted to talk through hard things going on in my life, my worries, frustrations, things that I'm anxious about and can't stop thinking about, especially at night, I'm better able to take care of the people in my life and enjoy my day to day. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries, and it empowers me to be the best version of myself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash CrayCray today to get 10% off your first month. That's Better H-E-L-P Help dot com slash cray cray betterhelp.com slash cray cray and thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode i want to talk about these fucking maniacs and i will say like disclaimer we've been doing this with new seasons quite a lot lately and i really like it where we go in no lube raw dog first two episodes we don't look at social media we don't know anything about these people yeah. And we are watching it purely as an objective viewer of the show. Starting in episode three, 
we're going to learn all the horror. Pro- yes. You know, honestly, sometimes it happens after episode one and we just can't help it. But um, I I didn't research any of these people. I've nope. never looked at their socials. I don't know a damn thing. I know way too much about Jasmine. But uh, everyone else, um, totally fresh and doe-eyed, ready to receive <laughs> the entertainment, free of context, Kim. Yes, this is our favorite episode of any new season because we don't know all the dark, dark secrets of these people. We will become increasingly horrified as the season moves on. But right now, it's all fun and games, folks. Let's enjoy it. You want to start with uh, witchcraft? Sure. Gets gets (laughs) such a bad rap. I I don't understand. Has witchcraft ever been made to look good on reality TV, though, to be fair? (laughs) The owls. I I really can't uh, remember any kind of spells being encanted that, um, you know, were were made to have come true. But uh, maybe I'm I'm a little bit biased. (laughs) <laughs> I have two favorite parts of this uh, of their of Ashley and Manuel scenes this week. The first was her friends asking, "Is witchiness a thing in Ecuador?" I don't know, Ashley. Have Ecuador. you watched? <laughs> have you watched Corey and Evelyn's season? <laughs> no, it sure isn't. <laughs> the other thing is every single time she says "quito," and I'm like, I don't understand if she's joking. Or, like, what is happening there? She lived in this country. She knows She knows it's keto, right? No. Uh, I, okay. Just checking. Just checking. So we open the entire season of 90 Day Fiance with a panic attack, which feels right, you know, honestly. Yeah, yeah That's it how tracks. I feel when I yeah. start a new season. <laughs> Um, I, I didn't realize until the very end of the episode when they circle back to the scene that all of the honking was edited in. It's totally <laughs> fake because like, there's no reason for people to be honking at her. It's kind of hard to tell in the intro, but in the, in the last scene, she's clearly going with traffic and yes. the production and like the production vans right behind her. There's no reason for these people to be honking. Like she's going the, she's going the same speed as everyone else and she's like not even swerving around it's so fucking funny that they added all these honks to like add to the drama oh it's great yeah she she's not going slow at all she's in the left lane it's really funny but i don't know did you buy the panic attack Sure. I mean, I don't, we don't know her yet. I can totally That's buy true. like uh, my theory about all these witchcraft people is that they have profound anxiety and this is a way to feel like they have control over their life. And so it does not, it, I think it completely tracks that she's having a panic attack. It's, it's tough to watch because she's driving and it feels like, especially in the intro, it feels like it is actually a very dangerous situation. Like, yeah, I was like, pull I, over, dude. I'm like screaming like, at the TV, like, pull your ass over. But, you know, obviously it's not a rational headspace that she's in. Yeah. So, Kyle, um, going through Ashley's list of things that she likes is reading a list of things that you despise. Let's go through them. Dancing. 
learning I'm cool things. with dancing. What are, you ta- what, are you ta- what are you talking about? Dancing and learning things? I, I hate. I'm reading the list. Okay, I'm getting to the things you hate. Okay. Okay. Poetry. I'm not, I have no problem with poetry as long as it's not train poetry. Okay. Kim, literally the only poetry that we've been exposed to on this show it's is train poetry. Neutron star cringe level <laughs> awful garbage. <laughs> That's true. That runaway train, though. Oh, miss it. Uh, witchcraft or witchiness. There we go. Now you're on track. <laughs> Tarot. Yeah, sure. Astrology. Tarot, invented in the 1800s. Astrology. Specia- shadow work. I looked it up. Shadow work. Is oh, please describe to this you- to me. <laughs> Could do my best. Is designed to help you integrate and accept every single part of yourself so that you can uh-huh. live and thrive with more clarity and authenticity. Do you, okay. do you understand now what it is? Um, so given the name, I'm going to guess it is, um, it has something to do with regaining balance in the force. Yes. That sounds right. Okay. I buy yeah. it. Okay. I'm so, cl- Yo, listen, I'm cool with that. Uh, if I had done more shadow work, I wouldn't have gotten married the first time because I needed to accept the shitty snarky part of me and not marry someone that was way better than me. There we go. Yeah. See, you just needed a shadow work. Yeah. Um, I found my perfect partner now. (laughs) (laughs) We see Ashley like guiding this woman, reading tarot cards, telling the woman she has childhood trauma. That seems like something um, a therapist should be telling you. (laughs) But what what the fuck do I know? (laughs) You know, uh, she had a dream in college. She was working with the earth and that led her to Ecuador. Sure. Again, sounds like exactly like the plot of Savior Complex. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) For those of you who are listening to the public episode, Uh. we just covered... The new documentary Savior Complex on our D Sides podcast, and uh, Kyle, Kyle's seeing some well, correlations. It's, <laughs> it's not out yet, but we've already recorded about it. <clears throat> it's um, uh, it's rough, yeah. Uh, but you know, she's ready to receive that divine wisdom. Just shove it up in there. And Get um, it, at one Get point, it. at one point, when she's describing what witches actually do, um. She's what like, do they do? Uh, people, people think we have a crystal ball. Like she says it like derisively, like I'm a fucking moron for thinking she has a crystal ball as she's playing with cards and, do- <laughs> and is doing something which appears to be like lighting up a pipe is what it looks like. Just some kind of metal receptacle that she has like a big lighter under and she's like crystal balls. Uh, people are so yeah. dumb. Yeah, I'm a fucking dumbass for thinking that. I, uh, yes, I, I need to be explained what witchcraft is, I guess. I do not know. There's so many people angry right now. Just uh, public service announcement. Kyle hates astrology and tarot. (laughs) You're not going to change his mind. Move on. (laughs) This is this. I mean, this shit is hilarious to me. It's I'm not, I'm not big mad. I'm not big mad about it. Um, No. Yeah, I mean, well, look, when when you have someone that um, read some 
books about Wicca and is telling people that they have childhood trauma, it does make me nervous. Uh, but all the other stuff, you know, go ham. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I, the thing about Ashley, too, is that she seems to be like a really like intelligent person. It seems like she was studying biology. She seems fun. Sciences. I would hang out with her. She seems fun. Yeah. Charming. So it makes the the witchcraft thing that much funnier because it just she, the 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 problem on these shows that we've seen a lot is they really play this shit up in episode one. All yes. of their clairvoyant, claircognizant, clairaudient shit. And we're laughing, we're having a good time, and we assume that it's gonna have literally anything to do with the plot of the season and it, and it pretty much never does although nope. this they're setting this up to where it actually could be a, a legitimate problem uh if he is a man of faith so we'll see yeah evelyn's family did not even like Corey doing card tricks and referred to it as black magic uh <laughs> something about the devil so i don't think this is gonna go well with manuel i mean he might not care all that much but his family will um, yeah. Either way, well, I just yeah. uh, she met him. Some... Uh, she met him seventy years ago, and um, <laughs> asked her to dance, and they fucked for a week straight, and and basically got engaged. <laughs> you know, story yep. as old as time. I mean, at least she didn't get fucking pregnant. So that's true. This is great. Ah. This is what you're. This is what you're supposed to do, right? It's fine. I feel like Ashley understands birth control and what? I don't. How did she get yeah. on this show? I don't know because it is a rare, a rare uh, set of knowledge that that people oh. on this cast they usually don't know anything about it. So, um, Manuel is currently thirty five. He's a construction worker. He is from Quito, Ecuador, and they became engaged after a week. She actually says the line, you have banned me from saying this line. I can't even remember who I originally used it in reference to. She says they were young, dumb, and full of cum. Yeah, I'm really not happy that you repeated it, but that's okay. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> and, you know, the long-distance relationship just didn't work when she got home, so... yeah. Yeah. I love that she's describing their entire relationship arc while she's basically in a Satan store. It's really cool. <laughs> like a Dungeons and oh, Dragons yeah. and Satan store. It's pretty cool. Crystals and such. Ah, oh, store looked fun. Um, so they've spent seven years apart. This this sounds like Manuel's like a rebound. She explains that she was like kind in of. another relationship. And then she broke up with the guy, and Manuel just happened to call her. As soon as she broke up with this other boyfriend. But I'm like, is has he just been calling you the whole time? Right. And you do you have noticed? 40? Do you have 70 unread messages in your dims? <laughs> exactly. But he was always hey, for one. Hey, hey, you remember my dick for the for a week, 10 years ago? Do you want to get married? Okay. <laughs> this is the kicker. And here's where I want to get. Uh, here's where I want to go deep. She flew to Ecuador in September of 2020. <laughs> what do we know about Ecuador in September of 2020 from the Under, context like, of this show, Kyle? Yeah. Well, <laughs> shit things was were a, dark. 
Things are a little bit rough there. Uh, Laura was there, I think, at the same time. Like, under, like, guys, it wasn't just a quarantine. It was a fucking military quarantine. They had dudes going down the street in Humvees with machine guns, making making sure your ass was indoors. It wasn't the greatest place to be. (laughs) I mean, trigger warning, death. Like, Evelyn was post, like, was posting. There were like dead bodies, like washing up, washing up on the yeah. beach. Like it was, it was really, really bad in Ecuador in twenty twenty. And I really don't even think we'll ever know how bad it really was because uh, the data collection's not really reliable. Yeah, and the but, fact uh, that she went, she went to Guayaquil, where it was supposedly the worst. Body, I think. Bodies in the street, like stacked up, is what we heard. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, and, you know, had some you romance, know. got a ring, <laughs> got to get know? laid. Yeah, <laughs> they found gracious. love in a hopeless oh. place. <laughs> oh, my, that was bad. <laughs> um, so, I'm way more proud of that than I should be, actually. You, um, no, that was really, really but, good. Um, but uh, you know. Just wish that she was a little bit more Catholic and a little bit less Satan. That's just the only <laughs> hiccup. Yeah. And he, you know, he just, he had no interest in going to America, Kyle. She had to talk him into it. We've Story's heard that one time. before. Yeah. yeah. Um, now she's out with her friends. Her friends actually seem really fun. This is again what oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to like Ashley because her friends seem cool. They're really funny. I love the one guy that she's like, he's like, so it seems like he wants to start over fresh in America. And she's like, maybe he's like, yeah, sounds good. Good for him. It's like, yeah, <laughs> run away from those demons. Just start fresh. Sounds great. But I like that he was into that story. It was that that narrative resonated with him. This poor dude's never been on a fucking plane and he's going to show up in New York City. It's going to yeah. be wild. I wonder how he's going to deal with it. Um, and it, he's he's lying to his mom about everything and that raises concerns with the friend group. Um, yeah. His, his, his reasoning is that he's protecting her um, from from what like the idea that you're never going to see him again potentially seems like that worked out really well for julio yeah so yeah see how i guess yeah i guess just don't tell your parents anything and then just literally disappear and never return one day yeah and then send them some selfies uh, uh in america send harvest the american dollar and you know send cash and then no questions are going to get asked that's true. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm curious what's going to happen. We, of course, per usual, we don't know anything about his plans once he gets to the states. But Ashley does mention, and this is true. I have to commend her for this. She's like, he works in construction. He actually has a skill that he can use when he gets here and gets his work. Sure. I was like that. That is true. We need people working instruction, so he's at least going to be employed. So good for you, Manuel. Maybe I mean, he could easily. He's one of the few people that could just like really easily get some DL work right away too. 
Some what? Work on the down low. Oh, oh. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's going to wait for his green card, Kyle. Okay, sure. Oh, yeah. You should do that. Yes. You're totally going to get caught. (laughs) So (laughs) he's arriving in Miami, but he has to catch a connecting flight to Rochester. And she is, I think this is what causes the panic attack. Was that your understanding? I think it's just the general anxiety that she honestly has no, it seems like she has no actual confirmation that he ever even got on the first plane at all. Oh, I see. I mean, this isn't, I understood that she hadn't heard from him since like he took off from Guayaquil or wherever he flew from. And I was okay. like, dude, he, if he doesn't, if he can't connect to Wi-Fi or the Wi-Fi is unreliable in the airport, which it very it's often is, he's not going to have service right. with his phone when he lands in America. How do you not yeah. understand this? SIM so, card might not work. His plan yeah. is mobile. Yeah. There's so many things. So, yeah, he's not going to be able to contact you. It's not like he's coming down from Canada where everything just lines up and it's seamless. I mean, the dude's coming from Ecuador, I have no idea what kind of phone he has or service he has, and I'm not surprised that he's unable to Her, contact. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised that she can't get a hold of him, but her scenario list that she makes up in her head out of what might have happened are actually all totally plausible. <laughs> you know, he, he missed the flight. He got caught up in immigration. Um, he just said, fuck it. Uh, he landed and he already landed two hours ago and just run off with some other woman. Like all of it could be true. It's true. And she also mentions, and this is a little unnerving, his visa, you know, you have that very small window to arrive when you get the K-1 visa and his visa, he has to get, it expires tomorrow is what she says. So he has right. to be so, here. I mean, if you have a, like a freak thunderstorm and your yes. plane gets canceled, like you're fucked. It's crazy. Why would you do this? Like, why yeah. wouldn't you... Like book give the yourself, flight a few days early. Give yourself like at least twenty four fucking hours, man. Right? This is like yeah. Katie and Alejandro, where she's he's like, "Our wedding's tomorrow. I hope she gets here." It's like, dude, fly earlier. Like, get flights are getting canceled all the time. Get and then the she stays there <laughs> for six months afterward. <laughs> so stupid. It's so dumb. Um. So anyway. We don't know what happens because it ends with her having a panic attack in the car. But per the season preview, I'm going to guess he somehow makes it because we I think he see gets them together. There. Yeah. Yeah. How funny would it be if we saw a storyline like this one time and then we just never saw them again? Like, yep, he didn't make it. Don't know what happened. The, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, there are several couples where that could have actually happened but they just kept rolling anyway. I'm thinking like Andrew and and what was her name? Amira. Oh, yeah. Kind Dragon Drew. I forgot that, about that, dude. That could have been a 20-minute storyline <laughs> and done. That's true. But yeah. They never even fucking going. met. They never no, even they looked at each other. Yeah, but he got massages and body shots in Mexico during COVID when he was literally the only person staying at the resort. That was so wild. 
Uh, they managed so, to turn Caesar yeah. into like a four season arc. <laughs> I still that don't reveal. think the guys. I still don't even think the guy has like touched a vagina since he's been on this show. <laughs> he claims to have had sex with Maria. Just fuck off. Yeah. No. Oh, Caesar. Uh, any anything else? No. Anything else about witchcraft? No. Okay. I've been using Pros products for a while now, and you've probably heard me talk about it on the podcast before. Switching to a custom routine from Pros was one of the best things I've done for my hair, and the results I'm seeing just keep getting better. We all have different hair concerns. Mine, for example, it's quite dull, it's dry, I want it always to be shinier, or I did. I live in a dry climate, so finding the right moisture level in a shampoo and conditioner can be hard with drugstore brands. Pros has a one-of-a-kind made-to-order hair care, and it's about more than just your hair type. My shampoo and conditioner from Pros have herbal scents that I prefer. I actually don't like anything floral. And it's also focused on my main hair concerns, which is moisture and smoothness and shininess. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. I mean, look, we all have a hair quiz, right? And this quiz is very fun. It asks a lot of questions about your hair, your unique circumstances. Like for me, I live in a dry climate and I had dull hair. By analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. My favorite feature is Pros' review and refine tool, which lets me tweak my formulas for any reason, in case I change my address, my hair color, or even my diet. This makes it really easy to make changes when you decide to go vegan for that month after New Year, or if you decide to try balayage. As a carbon-neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All of their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon-neutral. If you're not 100% positive that Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Custom made-to-order hair care from Pros has your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Let's move on to Sophie and Rob. Sophie's 23. Mm-hmm. 23 mm-hmm. from London. Rob is 32 from LA. Again, like him more than I thought. I, I At first I was like, this is well, a Jabri and Miona. This is a Julio and Kirsten. Let's, let's talk about them and genuine. see if you still like them after I mean, our, our I chat. <laughs> I don't like them, but like right. I... I expected to hate them right I'm, off the beginning because they're influencers. Right. I'm actually let so let me put it this way. I don't like them, but I'm actually less angry about them than Jabri and Miona. <laughs> me 
me too. Okay, yes. there we go. I think we can That's all. Scale. I think most of us can agree on that. <laughs> yes, I'm less angry, and I mean, I just we need so many more details about her backstory. Like, where <sighs> does her mom live? Why does Are her there... mom hate England? Is her mom English? I think so. Like, why did Sophie move to England by herself when she was 16? From where did she move? What is happening here? I think she's just fucking rich as fuck and kind of does whatever she wants. No, but where is she living? She's, she's a child. She is living with a parent. Was she living with her mom in Spain? This is one of those storylines where, like, we've had these before where, yeah, like, they're barely out of their college years. And it seems like they've been alive for 70 years based on the way <laughs> they talk about their travels and relationships and shit. Yeah. I mean, she said she's been clubbing since she was 12, it's which great. I believe because cool. in, in Europe, they don't care. She's right. They don't care. Yeah. But um, you just you, know, uh, her... you look like a little uh, Daenerys Targaryen. You can get into a fucking club. <laughs> Got to look older. Um, I yeah, I don't understand what. Grand, well, it doesn't really I get, it doesn't really matter, Kim, because granddad worked really hard. OK. <laughs> What was granddad doing? <laughs> I don't understand. What does that mean? Uh, I God. need so many more details. And then we don't know anything about her dad either. Was granddad her mom's dad? Was granddad I, her dad's dad? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I like the honesty about how they met. Which is basically Sophie just decided to follow hot dudes on Instagram, <laughs> and he I know. and like that was kind of it. <laughs> just sent him a D. He slid into my dooms, and that was kind of all it takes, I guess. <laughs> I did love that. I mean, this is how a lot of people meet these days. Like he, yeah, she yeah. was just like, I was looking for this hot is how, dudes. This is how Soldier Boy responded. meets everyone. <laughs> this is how Soldier Boy. Gets on TV like seven seasons. Um, I mean, he, he, she thought, I love that she pointed it out that it was super American of him to be bold enough to just like FaceTime her after she slid into his DMs. Like you sent a complete stranger a message. He FaceTimes you and you think it's bold. He just wanted to make sure you weren't fake. He was like, I'm not getting right. scammed. This girl yeah, looks too hot like to be real. Right, I get, I get it because all of her Instagram look like she's obviously cute for sure, but all of her Instagram posts are heavily filtered and photoshopped, and waist is like a pencil, her ass is a giant balloon. So I think it's understandable to want to uh, trust but verify here. You know, this is what. If every single person did this, like just immediately like FaceTime, and if they don't answer, they're not real, we wouldn't have Toe or Before the 90. <laughs> Probably not. They would be combined <laughs> into one master show of yeah. people that aren't dumb. Yeah. As 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 dumb. Yeah. So, I mean, it, they liked each other. And then she went over to L.A. for two months, I think, right? Yeah. And they hit it off and they banged a lot and they liked each other and they bonded over. Like, I think he is, he is biracial too, right? She says she got bullied a lot growing up 
um, because her dad is black. She was raised in Spain. Um, she says there are no black people there. And so she was bullied with no friends. That sounds horrible and sad. So Rob is uh, a gym rat, which is the most fascinating career choice. Um, he cares about looks a lot and he's not ashamed of it. Uh, he he perceives himself to be a good looking guy. So he wants a hot chick. I mean, that's fine. Okay. But then he talks about what he does. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Kim, he's a jack of all trades, and he mumbles something about a model and something about social media. So basically, he's unemployed, is what he's saying. <laughs> Rob, 32, unemployed. Kyle, I don't like Instagram modeling. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, I mean, she's the same, though. She does. She says she does fashion modeling and content creating. Do you, okay, so again, we, we have not peeped these people's Instagrams, but I I think that we will be shocked and dismayed how many followers that she has once we... Like, do you think it's a lot? Yeah, I'm afraid. Oh, wow. I'm afraid okay. it's a lot. I'm not going to look. I'm not looking till week three, Kyle. I'm not doing it. I know for <laughs> sure. I, I'm like 95% positive that she has an OnlyFans. And actually, I think I remember seeing this a while ago. I think that she has like three different OnlyFans accounts. Good for her. Yeah. So I think I that's mean, why she, I think that's how she funds her luxury lifestyle. No, it's granddad. He's a hard oh, worker. Sorry. Okay? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rob's pretty honest. You know, he care. he, he's, he's vain. Um, and he likes hotties and he, I mean, he is pretty good looking, but she describes him as having a pee head, which I thought was hilarious. I'm not it really like sure what that means. <laughs> I had, I looked it up and I didn't understand, but she describes it as it looks like his head is stuck on somebody else's body. So, um, okay. I thought that, that was, you could say that, that about, really funny. that's how I would describe Sarper, which is, yes. Yeah. Um, but she kind of proposed to him. Did you get that? Like, it sounds like it was more of a conversation of how can we be together? Kind of like a Tania and Sinjin situation of, yeah. I'm not really proposing to you, but we want to be together and bang a lot. So how can we make that happen? I want to get and, me a K1. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. So sounds like that's what happened. Does she strike you as someone that is really keen to move to the United States. No. She do, it doesn't either, which I think is one of the reasons why I'm not big mad yet because yeah. with with um Miona like it was pretty clear that was the MO. She had big plans and they were just they were using each other for Instagram likes and it was just like very irritating. I think that she genuinely likes him. I think that she has all the money that she wants to have. She can kind of go wherever. Uh, I don't see her actually being particularly happy in uh, not being able to leave the country. Not not even if they leave Inglewood and move somewhere else in L.A. Like maybe she'll be fine in L.A. But I think she's going to be pissed that they can't leave the country. So I don't see this as like a huge motivating factor yet. But um, again, pot of shame. Um, but he he perceives her, and this is probably fair, as just like a rich, spoiled girl. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't 
She doesn't seem that spoiled, though. But she's um, English. They they hide it better unless you're Tion. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. Tion was a pretty much I did disliked her immediately. Sophie, I do not dislike immediately. Last one, Nikki and uh, Justin. Igor. Uh, uh, Igor. Should we call him Igor? I feel like, does this man even, uh, this poor guy, I don't even know what to call him uh, because he didn't have a choice in what he's called. So she claims he thinks it's cute, but. Uh, there were, Nikki's there were a, a few choices that he didn't have, as it turns out. Uh, yeah. So this gets this gets tricky. Nikki's 47. She lives in Hoboken, New Jersey. Justin is 36, I guess. Lives in Moldovia. Moldovia? Moldova? The Moldova. The Moldova. Is this a bangle cat? That cat is intense. It is a yeah. massive, massive cat. Its name is vicious it knows what's up but if, i does. need that cat for my rat problem yes you do i like yeah. the cat i i'm not gonna knock the cat i think the cat's cool um so yeah i mean what where do we where do we start do we start with her alter well, ego nikki exotica uh, i don't uh, know if nikki exotica is her alter ego i think they've kind of merged together over time but <laughs> yeah. whatever um so she drives a pink beamer does no. hair and makeup to make actual money. Yeah, that's good. Um, gives advice on plastic surgery to people, which is which is concerning. That's kind of mm-hmm. like Ashley telling people about trauma in their childhood. Um, so she's she admits and she's open that, look, I've had every surgery under the sun. There is a lot of judgment. Uh, I have a hard time believing that 80% of the world gives positive feedback, but whatever. The thing that's important and the reason I just don't care is like if she if she really does love herself, good for her, whatever. Great. It's fine. Do what you want. I will give yeah. her this. Nikki had gender affirmation surgery in the 90s. So she said 20 years ago. No, she said she was 20. She said she was 20. She's 47. That means was it was 27 okay. years ago. I heard She's 20 years ago, 90s. but it's it's close. The the point is it was a long time ago, and yeah, that's uh, expensive, dangerous, experimental, probably very hard to even find someone that would yeah. do that back then. Serious business. She didn't have any support. She said she didn't right. know a single trans person. So, I mean, for that, I believe her to be like a very brave person. Right? I agree. I, that's, yeah. that's, that's scary. Um, so, anyway, she... This this is where she loses me. She followed her Russian criminal boyfriend. <laughs> We're going to find out what this dude did, aren't we? We're going to fucking find out that he just like butchered an entire city oh block of like this guy. <laughs> followed him to Moldova after he was deported for criminal activity <sighs> without telling him. Just showed up. Yeah. Like, showed mm, up. I'm here, Lana. And then, surprise, surprise, the dude was like married. Yeah. Yeah, sure. He was sending money wow. back to his fucking Moldovian bride. Moldovia. I really, really <laughs> did say Moldovia. It's embarrassing. 
Uh, oof. I just. He was a bad okay. boy. And uh, you know, then she met Igor. She made the most out of the trip to Moldova. Yeah, she, she did. Igor. She met an 18 year old. Oh, this is. I think they do not. We hope. I, <laughs> I could swear they don't tell us Igor's age. And I think that's intentional. I'm I'm almost sure he said at some point or it said on the screen that he was 35 or something like Ooh. that. So it's like it's right it's right in there, you know. Don't need to mm. do uh we we don't need to do the Paul math here over and over no. every episode, but I'm assuming that the guy was like 18, 19. Um and yeah, uh he has a big cock and he's funny and sweet and very um, cute. The other like kind of unique thing about these two is that they have a- applied for the K1 visa twice. They applied for it before, they didn't use it, and now I didn't know, we learned after they reconnected, Nikki applied for the K1 visa a second time and it, it you can do this with the same person, but you can only do it twice. I love that the State Department puts a limit or whoever puts a limit on like, you can apply for the K-1 visa two times, but not three. You can wildly (laughs) fuck it up once. That's all you get. So my I'm confused a little bit because I read or like what I wrote down is that they did use it the first time and it just blew up. It just blew up and he went back. Oh, that's right. I think you're okay. correct. Yeah. But either way, so they didn't get married the first time, but he did arrive correct. in America. But apparently you can give it a second go. So um, you get two tries, not three. Yeah. Hey, babe, and, I applied for 90 Day Fiance and we got accepted. Let's go to Mexico and plan out how we're going to behave the entire season. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's her last chance at love, Kyle. Last chance. You know, you're 47. Once you hit Absolute 50, last you're off. It's just there's no hope. Yeah. <laughs> That's the cutoff. Yeah. Maybe 48. Yeah. We don't know. So, um, yeah, uh, we don't really know much about him um, other than he's worried for her safety in Moldovia. Um, mm-hmm. Is she going uh, to Moldova? I, I didn't... Yeah. This looks like an okay. other way type thing, at least oh, at thank first. God. We need yeah. one other way type storyline or else it's not interesting. She, Justin mentioned he doesn't like makeup, just like JP from Love is Blind. <laughs> we love a... Uh, wants her to be more natural looking. I, hmm, hmm, that's going to be a problem. I mean, look, how can you be interested in Nikki who like clearly uses makeup as part <sighs> right. of her creative expression? I mean, yeah. this is like... she. Describe like one of the first things she said about herself is, "I've had every surgery under the sun," and there's no shame about it. Clearly, likes makeup. Yeah, she does makeup for a living, partially. And right, it's one of those things. It's like, man, the only reason you were attracted to her in the first place is because she had makeup on, and you liked that look. Yeah. So stop it. She's not like a girl that like only wears makeup when she's, you know, going to the 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 club or something. This is a woman that enjoys wearing makeup a lot is what we are led to believe in this intro. Makes her feel so, good about herself. Yeah. You know? And that's fine. Yeah. But don't tell her not to wear makeup. 
Uh, and, and also Justin, until and, and the, the way that I think about it too is like until she transitioned, she like societally would not have been accepted to wear makeup, right? Yeah. And so you're, you're telling someone to look more natural, like telling a oh. trans woman to look more natural feels like a like aggressive thing. To, it's like it, I was thinking like microaggression, but it sounds like actually kind of like even more fucked up than that, right? I don't yeah, know. I would agree. Yeah, it just just don't tell women when to wear makeup and when not to wear makeup. Uh, Justin's mother knows that Nikki's trans, and Nikki, Justin's- you need to lose six pounds. You're not at your goal. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Serper. Never not hate him. Uh, Justin says that his mom respects his choice. Uh, is She's okay with this. And Nikki is still kind of worried about acceptance because she's going to Moldova, going to meet the mother. And then we learn that there, there are still more problems, Kyle. That... Nikki says that his sex drive is not where it needs to be. The last time they were together, they had sex four times in two and a half weeks, which he thinks is high performance for a 35 year old. And she thinks is not high performance. (laughs) Peak performance for an 80 year old man. Um, Yeah. It seems like he has uh, like the way that they're setting this up is that they're kind of making it about, he is just profoundly uncomfortable with her body now that he knows that she's she's trans. It seems like that's what they're trying to make us think. Because in the season preview, she's telling him, like, you need to fucking make me orgasm. And he just doesn't. <laughs> didn't, doesn't he, like, suggest bringing in another dude to, like, take I- care of her? Which oh, is wild. I did I did not write that down. Uh yeah. maybe I should have watched this scene two times. But yeah, okay. Oh, he did say I don't I I thought it was a joke. I couldn't really tell. I don't know him well enough to know when he's joking or not. Right. Yet. But yeah, he's yeah. like, maybe we need a younger dude to come in. <laughs> I don't think it's about youth. Yeah. So we see a lot of pictures of them like half naked and kind of like maybe fucking like 15 years ago. <laughs> I know. She's it's like, like, this is what our sex life used to be like. God. And this uh, is now and we get it once a week. And back that's when you it. were young, dumb and full of calm. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That phrase is gross. Yeah. Yeah. How do you like it? <laughs> Sorry. I won't say it again. hello lovely listeners are you sad that this podcast is just about over are you watching 90 day fiance the other way season six and other reality tv if you want to listen to kyle and i talk about the absurdity of the 90 day franchise of shows and occasionally other reality tv for even more hours every week sign up for our premium podcast feed either via patreon or with our 30 second sign up on supercast it's only five bucks a month so like the cost of a starbucks and it's extremely easy to sign up for and to add to the podcast app of your choice especially with 
Supercast. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, about one and a half to two hours long, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, where we discuss more 90-day gossip, any other 90-day shows that are currently airing, and other reality TV. Right now, we're covering the other way, of course. And now that 90-day UK is over, we're dabbling in Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and whatever other viral reality TV is going on right now. You'll also get full access to our complete archive podcast catalog. So what are you waiting for? You should treat yourself. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. Or if you're already on Patreon, just search for Reality Cray Cray. That's realitycraycray.com. Uh, Kyle, do we, I don't know, any, any, any other thoughts, any other I'm excited for everyone thoughts? else that's coming up. <laughs> I want to see Closet Mom. I want to see her now. I want to see those guinea pigs. Give it to I, me. I, um, I can feel cray, like resident Cray Cray Muslim Atif's absolute horror at watching the season preview of that dude that kind of has like a love after lockup vibe who's bringing over like a devout Muslim to live in his like trailer or whatever the fuck <laughs> yes we that's don't really be, know anything about them that's gonna be fucking dark <laughs> it is gonna be dark i actually have in my notes uh hold on let me put it seems like they should be on love after lockup don't know yeah. anything about them yeah yeah that's uh we see Ni- niagara falls i also the aussie guy he's like from a japanese family uh-huh. um that one should be interesting too and jasmine throws her ring again sure sure of course i'm impressed like apparently two of these americans speak spanish yeah yeah very impressive ashley and the guy with an awful beard i think it's the guinea pig guy with guinea the mom pig in guy the closet. with the mom closet in the closet mom. Uh, yeah. I, I, I want i need to know i need to know more about that What's what's the story? What's happening there? Dude, I don't know, but we're going to find out. Maybe next week. Maybe not. Maybe maybe we're going UK style and we're going to get like four weeks of these four couples and then we're going to close them out and move on. I hope that's not the case. Does she, it out for me. Does she just sleep in the closet or does she actually spend time in the closet? It looked like she was knitting when we were introduced yeah. to her, but that could have been for shock value probably (laughs) there are also two dogs and several guinea pigs in this equation i know somebody dm'd me and said guinea pigs do not smell i have a nose and i have been around them they smell you ignorant slut i can't (laughs) believe you would think that guinea pigs would smell i cannot believe you would say that i believe they're in a rodent family they're just i just it's a hard pass for me i'm sorry I would love an outdoor guinea pig, but not an indoor one. And that's where I stand on the subject. (laughs) You're entitled to your stupid ass opinions. One star. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, Thanks for listening. We're excited for the new season. This is fun. Can't wait for next week and hope we get to see closet moms soon. I'll be casting lots of spells the next week. Thanks guys. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) 